there in Music Video Land. Welcome to another episode of This Week in Music Videos, the uh, Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database where we keep all the info about the music videos locked up just for us. Um, my name is Adam of the IMVDB, and with me, uh, he is the hip hop rapping OMG boy, uh, Mr. Doug Klinger. How are you doing, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. Woke up in another man's bane, bitch. Oh, man. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm in here. Again? Damn Fuck. Um, so we have a lot to talk about, Doug. It's uh, a big, it's a, it's a full episode. Right. It's an absolutely full episode. It's a 100% episode. Um, Mr. Adam Alexander is not here. He just, he actually just faxed me um, just a, a picture of his middle finger. I don't know what that means. <laughs> But hopefully, I don't know why you both have fax machines still, but fine. You know, it's good for accounting stuff. Um, okay, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, now that I, I now that I mention it, I, I haven't sent a fax in ten years, so <laughs> I'm not sure why I'm still paying for it and still plugged in. But you know right. what? Let's talk about that after the show. Ded- you have a dedicated landline right. for your fax machine. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got we got a Kanye West video that's really. Uh, being talked about we have an okay go well parody video very, very okay go parody video that is amazing um but doug we gotta i think we gotta start with your latest uh stint with omg that has resulted in some you know some some uh appearances by you where you are rapping it's true um, so if any if folks listening to this podcast probably have heard of OMG Everywhere, it's a um, art nonprofit um, run by music video directors. It's kind of um, anchored by these summer camps, uh, these filmmaking summer camps, week long workshops in LA, and New York, sometimes London, sometimes Oakland, but. They're week-long summer camps run by music video directors, teaching kids around you know nine to thirteen years old, um, not not like technically how to make movies, but like to collaborate with them on movies to kind of like teach them teamwork and and about working together and about like a you know that you can achieve something uh, with a group. And um, recently, OMG Everywhere has been expanding into music stuff as well they've got the last couple of camps they've produced original songs and um isaac ravi shankara who is the president of omg is very close with benny blanco who is a producer uh, has a ton of like number one number one songs uh under his belt that he's produced and 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 worked with all sorts of very famous folks and made some really great music uh, benny has been a part of omg and is really kind of enjoying it or, or excuse me has really seen kind of been drawn to it and it looks like you know with betty's help that that omg is going to expand into music camps as well this summer uh and they did kind of a one-off music camp uh a couple weeks ago that resulted in a, a music video and an original song and um at, at this like one day workshop it was kind of just kind of a proof of concept there's been plenty of videos and stuff that have come out of the filmmaking camps and filmmaking workshops, but they've not tried like a full dedicated music day or music camp. So they, they tried this. They had uh, Camilla Caballo. Is that, I don't know how to say names. Uh, uh, I think it'd be Cabello, maybe. Oh, Cabello, sorry. Uh, from Fifth Harmony. I know how to say Fifth Harmony. She, and and uh, ha- I just want to say that she's my favorite Fifth Harmony member. Right, which is, it's good to know, it's good to share that. Right. I don't have... 
Well, I don't have a favorite, but she's the one I would have recognized. Right, because she used to have a great Vine account um, back years ago. Uh, I don't think she's spe- and we're going to be talking about Vine. That's right. Look at that tie-in. I'll save that for the the um, yeah. The account's still there, but she doesn't do anything with it anymore. Right, and that was pr- kind of pre Fifth Harmony being as big. They were still <clears throat> popular, but as being as big as they are now. Yeah, they they're they're huge now. Right. Um, they're huge now, and they have a, re- a new album. That is doing very well as well. Uh, as well. And so uh, she was at the camp, and, and basically the, the goal for the day was to make a song using no instruments. It's just, you know, kids banging on water bottles and, and messing around with straws and turning on and off vacuums and banging on stuff and sh- shaking sh- salt shakers. And all of those sounds got recorded. And then while uh, Benny took all of those kind of sounds and made a beat with them, each uh, there were six kids and we kind of all split up uh, and wrote lyrics um, and, and elements of the song. And then all that stuff got thrown together. Um, and this really fantastic song, Power in Me, came out of it. Um, and then there was, uh, of course, a video made, and that got uploaded to Vimeo, and uh, it got <laughs> basically just uh, so the, the the video premiered like through Fader, and then Camilla retweeted it and tweeted a couple of times about it, and like the video blew up. It's got like sixty thousand views, which I, which is pretty significant for for an OMG video, and it got coverage in like all sorts of places. My face is in like. Teen Vogue right now, <laughs> Billboard, MTV.com. Like it just got it got a ton of pickup after these after the retweets and after people started hearing about it. One because the, the song is pretty good, but also just OMG is great. And just like we, as soon as Adam, you know, you and I heard about OMG, we've been talking about it and covering it and going to it and and donating to it for years now and kind of will continue as it grows to, to try to be a big part of it. And this is just a, a next example of that. And so, uh, yeah, that, that happened. That video came out. I'm super stoked on it. What did you, what did you think of it, Adam? what did you think of the song? Well, I thought the song was great. First of all, for, so a number of thoughts on this. Number one is that, uh, you know, Benny Blanco is, is the real deal. Camilla is is as well, but to have well, she's way, she's obviously more famous, but he's equally like not equally, but he's very famous. Like he's yeah, I mean he's like if you look at his discography for producing and co-writing and writing, it is some of the largest hits of the past five six years. And um, the reason Camilla was there was because she's working with Benny and like they're you know right. working on stuff and uh, and Benny is first of all just in terms of my experience with the two of them and Benny I've known through a couple of camps and, and, um, but I, this is the first time that I met Camilla and they're just, they were just so good. So good with the kids. Like they, they, they draw, like have these ge- uh, genuine connections with these kids. And like, it's really like, um, like all OMG workshops is like just an, an environment in which you're, everybody's really encouraged to just like be themselves and to be, be creative. No idea is a bad idea. Just like anything you think of, say it and we're going to work that in. Um, yeah, I was going to say that it's kind of a testament to his talent and the people working with him that, like, when when you say we're going to make a song out of kids making noises with random objects, that that sounds like a disaster to me. Like, <laughs> that sounds like uh, my own personal hell. But when like when you hear it, it's great because yeah, you can, you almost like can't like you can see that it's that the song is being made by like household items because it's kind of um and the video was edited by alex amaling who is just uh you know great director but also a fantastic editor and and you can see the um 
the song kind of come to life and there's footage of each of the um elements of the beat being made and so you can kind of see it you're like oh that's this oh that's this but then as soon as you're not looking at that stuff anymore it just sounds like a beat you know like it just sounds like a really you know it doesn't sound necessarily like a straw um or anything like that and so um but you're yeah. kind of you're kind of bearing the lead here a little bit because I was watching this video, enjoying it, and then all of a sudden, somebody has like a rap verse at the end of it, and it's you. You have like a like I don't know how many bars it is, but you're the rapper on the track. One of well, one of two. Every, well, basically everybody. Well, one of a group. Like you know, each of the six kids you know wrote wrote verses and and. Um, contributed to the song and it was basically just like everyone was doing it i mean the way that omg everywhere works both at the in the filmmaking workshops but i'm you know across the board is that it's not adults teaching kids how to make music but no kid was like sitting at the controls with like benny or any of the and the sound engineers there Mm -hmm. and was like actually like benny was like here's this thing i don't really know what half of this shit is and like you know (laughs) like being uh and it was more of just like we can do like what are your ideas like what do you want like what are you thinking about like what are you feeling like and and like all of the technical stuff and all of that element, like Benny just does that stuff. And it just like, it's a collaboration. Similarly at like the OMG everywhere, um, summer camp, uh, film camps, like it's two kids and Hiro Mirai. And it's like Hiro Mirai is bringing ideas to the table and being like, Oh wait, let me get the camera real quick. Like, let me try this thing. And like doing some, like, like something that originates with Hiro, but like in the, in this like kid world. And so it's, it's really a collaboration. It's not, you know, a, do is that like show show a kid how to do something it's work together and so you know when everyone kind of like broke off and started writing verses like uh everyone did and me included and then of course like that's gonna go in the song um together like everybody's kind of like sharing and collaborating everybody that was there collaborate on this project and so that was that was kind of where that came from. It wasn't just like I dropped the verse and everyone was like, oh, my God, we can't not have this. Okay, you blew my mind. It was it just goes to the kind of like we're doing this together. This is all of us like um, this is our this is the project that we all we're all doing. And so that's what that was. It wasn't it wasn't a thing where I'm like, oh, shit, my, my chance to rap with somebody from Fifth Harmony. I'm not going to pass up on this opportunity. It was, um, you know, just. That's that's the nature of OMG, and right. so uh, super excited, super excited about the pickup for this video. Um, you know, not not because I'm stoked that six, sixty thousand uh, Fifth Harmony fans have not seen me rap, but that <laughs> because it's really really good for OMG when people watch and take in their content and stuff. You know, it, it means a lot. And OMG has always had uh, musicians and and and. Uh, cool people come out. The very first camp, 303 came out, and it's just been that way. The kids are awesome, so like all of these musicians and, and artists and directors and singers and uh, all want to work with these kids because it's super fun and super super cool. And uh, so musicians and stuff have always come out. They've always helped share the stuff, but uh, not not many people with like five million Twitter followers. This I think is a first for coming out to OMG. So it's it's super exciting that uh, it's being amplified through this. And, and uh, hopefully it means someone comes along and gives a bunch of money to help fund the music camp this year because I think that's obviously part of the idea of anything is to help try to get more more donations and more sponsors into OMG. 
it was in, in, uh, entertaining to see the Camilla subculture on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of the replies to the Fader tweet about the video were like people with Camilla as I'm saying Camilla because I don't want to. Not that I know this person, but just because I don't want to say her last name because um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Right. So uh, there was a lot of people with like her as their avatar, and like, yeah, right, right. I think they even have a name. You know how like. Uh, you know, certain fan bases will call themselves something. I think like, they, the, like the Bayhive. Right, exactly, the Bayhive. The thing that I understand is, like, if you just, like, take all the members of Fifth Harmony, like, I feel like she has the most personality and the most, uh, like, she has the most potential to break out and be a solo star, but she's well, and, always and, and, really uh, de-emphasized in the videos. Well, the, and I think that's the, I think that's a thing, you know what I mean? Like, um... Uh, was like Justin Timberlake highlighted in in sync videos necessarily? Like I feel like they all kind of got their opportunities. Right. They weren't um, maybe in maybe in Destiny's Child. Beyonce was put put out. <laughs> she, the front, yeah, but, no, she was. But that was a that was by design. But like in in general, um, they do, even because it's always natural that one person from a like a boy or girl group will emerge as like the favorite or the leader, but it's always usually very conscious and they try not to, they try to stay away from that. Um, but yeah, no, not so much in the desk. I mean, like it was like Beyonce's dad was their manager or something. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I saw some of that sub, uh, that fan culture firsthand because like the day of the, uh, that we actually did the this camp, I like posted something on Instagram and I tagged Camilla in it, and like that that photo got like uh, you know like screenshotted and reposted on Instagram like dozens of times, and so uh, just like with no uh, consideration at all, like that like that was what is supposed to happen almost. So it's all super exciting, Doug. Yeah, that is very exciting. Very exciting for OMG. It's I mean OMG has. You know, I always kind of think of it as a new thing, but it's been around for a good five years or so, I think. Yeah, no, I've I've done, uh, I think, like six OMGs. Yeah, that's, it's so crazy. Seven, something like that. Well, it's great. And we uh, so, yeah, go check out that video because that I really enjoyed it. And as everybody on Twitter was saying that, I mean, I didn't read a, a response that wasn't extremely positive. Um, the, the message of the song is really positive And these kids are super creative and um it's really amazing to also see what a professional producer can do with, uh, you know, a lot of crazy sounds these kids are making. So it's yeah, really right. turned out great. And so, like I said, Camilla Caballero is how I would say her last name because I know exactly how to say it. Um, is you said beyond Vine and Doug, do you so do you still go on Vine? Is a good question. How often do you go on Vine? All the time. I, I that's probably. The social media, uh, other than Twitter, I probably spend more time on Vine than anything. So, and so, At, like hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much you really go on Vine? Because you no. post on stuff on Vine, right? Are yeah, you- no, but I'm being honest, like at least an hour a day. Wow. Okay. I because I just that. go through, I go through, I have a, if you, I have probably 10,000 likes on Vine. Damn. And so I, I'm going there to just like find weird, a lot of like dumb meme shit, of right. course. Um, but, you know, I do. I spend I spend a fair amount of time on Vine. I don't like. Um, I follow a few. Most of the vines I like aren't from people I follow. I like go and go through other people's likes and really kind of like <laughs> try to find the try to unearth the weird shit because mm-hmm. uh, Vine's great at it. I think like Vine is like um, 
it's a it is a originator of a lot of memes like like instagram is a place where people will take memes that have already been established on vine and other places and like fat jewish will go and like take it and and fuck jerry will go and take it and repost it on instagram and that's when it really gets its attention but i think where it's being originated a lot of the times is vine um and uh so yeah i I spent a lot of time there I'm, i'm there a lot yeah, to me, Vine and Twitter are sort of the the distinction I make. Is those are the places where I feel like if you're an interesting person and have something to like put out into the world and and like a need to say something, those are the places you gravitate. Yeah, um, not necessarily. I, th- I think the vibe is a lot different uh, on Instagram. Like you said, like people will just take other things from other places and kind of re you know repeat them on Instagram. Similarly with Facebook, really, like right. Facebook is especially now with Facebook video, like, you know, you like so many times it'll be like a, um, just like a YouTube video ripped from YouTube and then put into a square video and in the white space at the top and the bottom, it'll just be like LMFAO who made this. <laughs> uh, but it's like, who made this? The person you fucking stole it from made it. Uh, anyway. So anyway, the thing is about Twitter is like, obviously, you know, Twitter is not going to have, you know, music videos anytime soon. Um, but Vine of course is the, the six second video format. So people have for a while, Vine has been out for a while. Um, have like tried to mess with that format and make things that are sort of like serial formats. I think there was a number of series before where everything was like little six second videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, just a few days ago, they they released a brand new feature that is exciting. Not just because you know it'll give way to a new you know some new creativity on Vine, but I think it has some real implications for music videos and that they're allowing one hundred and forty second videos on Vine. Uh, and Doug, you said that you so this happened a few days so ago. So not to yeah, not to everybody though. Not everybody has it right now. And and it's yeah. also like and the way it also works is like first of all they first opened it up to so the, despite how like meme Vine has become actually, like they're they're trying to cultivate like a creator community. And they have these like quote unquote Vine stars, and a lot of them are just like cute boys and girls, but some are these like comedians who are trying to do um that are like originating on Vine and, and trying to break into other spaces. Uh you, you might remember on the episode of this podcast where we interviewed Brandon Germer, uh Amanda Cerny, who starred in one of his music videos as like a Vine star who originated on Vine but now has like broken into YouTube videos and into music videos and, and that kind of thing. And and because of VOD and because of all these different places trying to make money on content, like you can start on an internet platform and become, um, you know, make movies based on that. And so there's like a path from like Vine to YouTube to like Vimeo to movies um, that exists. And, and, and Vine is really trying to like position themselves as that initial step, but they're trying to not like one of the things you'll see a lot on vine in in these creators that vine is really like broken uh is them kicking people to their youtube account all the time it's like check out my new youtube video or like go see the longer (laughs) version go see the longer version of this on my instagram account or it's like you know they'll almost use vine like they'll try to funnel their followers and i think vine is the for all the things it does well the thing it does the least is 
translate to other platforms. So if you have a ton of Twitter followers, you probably have a ton of Facebook likes if you've got a fan page, and you probably got a ton of Vine followers if you've got a Vine account. You know, uh, Camilla from Fifth Harmony didn't start as a Vine star. She's just famous. And so she got a big, you know, big following on Vine very easily. Um, but the thing, it doesn't translate. There will be folks with hundreds of thousands or millions of Vine followers that struggle to find a voice on these other platforms um, and find an audience there. And so Vine has opened up longer videos um, initially to their kind of like actual Vine creators, folks with verified accounts and people that they're kind of investing in and looking at. Very similar to like Vimeo staff pick creators, but in in the Vine voice. Um, and so, yeah, I've been seeing it popping up now. Like you can do, the way they've kind of positioned it is now like the Vine, the six seconds is the trailer for the longer piece. And so you'll see people upload stuff that'll, like you'll just see like part of the joke or like the setup and the almost punchline and they're trying to like lead people in to watch the longer content. Um, and, and to try to like limit the number of people who are like, you wanna see my longer prank videos? Go to YouTube. Uh, so Vine's opening that stuff up and I've already now seen uh, on Vine uh, music videos, one like, some people that are popular on Vine still are musicians, and they've just uploaded their actual music videos to Vine. That's it, and that's the only place they live <laughs> is Vine. Um, but another thing I've seen a lot now is that like the the comedians who built up a Vine following, like the first thing they've done in their longer content is to make like a joke music video. And so I've been seeing that a lot. So hundred uh, percent, we're going to talk about a Kanye West video in a little bit. That's a title exclusive, like. 2015 was the year where, like, YouTube and Vimeo were, like, it started to be pretty clear that YouTube and Vimeo are no longer the place, the exclusive place where videos are going to be premiering. And and it's, in 2016, it's just, like, the number of places is skyrocketing. And it's, it's big players. Like, Title came out of note, like, Title started just now. And, you know, it's, like, I guess, kind of like, Kanye West is keeping them alive by, like, putting his shit through there right now. Um, but Vine's going to be around. And the fact that they're, like, kind of positioning themselves for potentially longer video and, and, and with that music videos, first of all, it's gonna just another element of frustration for running a music video database that runs <laughs> on embeds. Um, but also, it's just, you know, it's clear that... Any platform that wants to get into video um, that are any length, um, music videos are going to be there eventually. And um, it, it happened basically immediately with Vine. So I, do, I think that it's, that it's significant. Um, you know, Vine's not going away and, and music videos are just going to go there more often. And for anybody who's not aware, Vine is owned by Twitter. Um, so they do have the like the structural and you know uh, the uh, organization behind. It's not just like a startup with like fifteen people. So they right. are going to be around. Um, <laughs> I think it's or even not a startup with twenty people. Yeah, I would. Ooh, that would be. I mean, that's a that's a major startup. That's when you get the ping pong table. Yeah, or a arcade box even. Mm, I love those arcade boxes. <laughs> um, the it's interesting though because I feel like in a way YouTube and this is kind of reverse engineering a direction I think YouTube is eventually going to go in um, because YouTube is also kind of trying to cultivate a creator class, which it has done and has done not without controversy. I, I feel like every few months 
YouTube has changed something that has pissed off content creators royally. And PewDiePie or someone's making a video explaining to me <clears throat> why he's getting fucked over by YouTube. Yeah, just um, like this subtle, like yeah. just like <laughs> like an eight minute long video. About some like, like real inside one, baseball shit, yeah. Yeah, about like one change in their terms of service. But PewDiePie is like, you don't understand. This is like <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars less that I get for playing video games. And we're all like, yeah, okay, PewDiePie. Well, one thing they've, you know, that that has come out of this is this, uh, you know, people try to um, promote their videos through stills. Right. And we, we've seen really the power of stills. There's something that hasn't really ever changed, honestly, on the, yeah. the Internet. Um, since videos began on the Internet, you had a still that basically said, like, that was a picture that previewed the video for you. Um, and it's like a thing that, like, you know, when people reach out to me f- for Vimeo advice, like, oh, how do I best get, how do I get the best out of Vimeo and stuff like that? One of the biggest things I say is, like, well, make sure you've got a, a good thumbnail on your videos. And it's different. Like, you know, we're in, we're like YouTube (laughs) thumbnails are like usually like some like bright colored background with like a disembodied head, like looking confused. (laughs) And it's like, it's like, is the world blowing up? And then like you watch the video and it's like, hey guys, back again. Nope, the world's (laughs) not blowing up. Anyway, here's my haul from Birdines. Here's all the stuff I got. And, um, and, and, and like, it's like very clickbaity stuff. Uh, you know, on Vimeo, we encourage people to like, you know, have a have a thumbnail that looks fucking cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like something that, like one of the just like, what's the coolest shot in your video? Maybe use that or something that's really gonna like hook people into the content instead of just like be, be some clickbait. Um, did you but, wait, uh, did, be, hold on one second? Did you just say Burdines? <laughs> the the Florida store? I did. Bought by Macy's about ten years ago? I did. It was a reference. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well if anybody doesn't know what Burdines is, I will put a link to the I guess there's gotta be a Wikipedia page for Burdines. Totally. Um, it's really like cool. it's like a Jason Penny. Right. People know Jason Penny. Right, but it was one of those things that was it was one of those things that was like specifically to Florida. Their motto right. it was, was totally called the Florida, the Florida store. store. And they were like, hey, we're not going anywhere. It's you like start. we're hugging Florida's Macy's. <laughs> Uh, until Macy's bought them. And then right. uh, what were we just talking? So one thing that creators I think have struggled with has have been to how to like preview in like a, a content market like YouTube, the actual way that you actually preview your content and get someone excited to click on your video like literally hasn't changed since version one of YouTube. Yeah, which right. I think is significant because everything else has changed. Yeah. Um, and what Vine did was was, you know, it started out as here's the six second video platform where we're, you know, we're only going to be, the videos are only going to be as long as your attention span, essentially. Yeah. And now they're saying like, okay, now this is the, the preview. Um, and But the, I think it's what's going to be tough is the way Vine works is we're on YouTube or Vimeo or any other video platform for the most part. Like you have to take an action to really get the content you have to press play on something even on even on youtube or facebook with autoplay like if you want the audio you have to decide you want the audio um whereas vine you're kind of just like moving within the space and everything's just fucking playing you're not like choosing to hit start or not hit start and so i think like it benefits a lot but now this 
this new feature takes you out of that a little bit. And it, it like right now it's a very clunky product where it's like a six second trailer and then you gotta like then you do have to like click a thing and go to another place and, and that's all stuff that can be fixed. But I, I had the same thought that it seemed like you were building towards where like this does seem like a thing that maybe you'll start seeing YouTube and other places adopt is is like a moving video trailer type thing. Yeah, I think that would be really exciting for music videos. Um, yeah. Because, and we've even seen, I think we mentioned on a podcast a few months ago, I think maybe it's probably around five months ago, where, where uh, Vivo went through and, um, you know, they did a rebrand where they changed, you know, they didn't really change their logo, they changed the colors of the logo, but they also changed their watermark on all of their videos on yeah. YouTube. Um, and with that, they, they changed and seemed to go through and select better... Um, images for those, um, which is you know obviously a you know calculated content decision to get more people gravitating toward those videos based on more um, you know more interesting and better looking thumbnails. Um, but I think that's one thing that's really hard to get across. I think like if you've got a video where you're sitting and talking about the five uh, ways that uh, girls are different than guys or whatever, some <laughs> some one of those type of music, one of those types of YouTube videos. I think it's tough to really sell that. Um, but one thing, one piece of content that I think is really eminently sellable is or our music videos. So if you're kind of scrolling through and you're seeing little bits and pieces of you know, hey out of this three minute music video, you ask the director, Hey, show me like make something that's six seconds. That's going to get somebody excited about this video. I think that they would like be really excited about that. And you've already, you're, you definitely see that shit when a music video comes out and you go to that artist's Instagram account, they have an Instagram version. Like that's part of the promotion already. It's like, Oh, we need to put like a six second or 15 second version on Instagram and try to funnel views and then link in bio kind of thing. And, that's not going to go away, but th- that stuff exists now. There's now a 15-second cut. There's now a six-second cut of that thing. Um, and so I think what you're going to start seeing happening is artists are going to put their music video on Vivo, and they're going to also put it on Vine, and they're going to also just put it everywhere. Um, or not, and just going to cut- try to lock it into to YouTube still because that's where it's monetized, right? Like, that's, that's a big part of music videos and YouTube is the monetization element. Um, and and right now that's that's something that that Vine's not offering. But if you're an in, an indie band or you know maybe an unsigned artist or or just a a, a record label that's willing to kind of take that money hit in in exchange for exposure, uh, you're going to see a lot of folks moving over because you know the reason you're see, you're seeing a lot of stuff on title. A lot more stuff on Apple Music, although there, that's happened less. Um, and the reason you're seeing, you know, on some, you know, on some of these other platforms is they're paying for it. Vine's not going to pay, or you know, likely not going to be paying for the for the bulk of any of these longer videos that appear on Vine. Um, but I still think it's I, th- I still think it's going to happen. There's going to be cases where, you know, you're going to see a lot more. Um, music videos living in, in multiple places. And so, um, yeah, I think that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, um, I do know that like, uh, for platforms, I don't know how stoked they would be to like, just take on that, like for YouTube to be like, okay, every video on YouTube is now also going to play a second, six second video on top of it on loop. Like that's, a ton of extra video and extra bandwidth. And like, I know that, um, Vimeo for a while had, um, 
experimented with like animated GIF thumbnails, and that didn't really like, um, it didn't last. And I wasn't there when it happened, so I don't know why. But like, it just seemed it might have been something that the Vimeo was trying to do for for people or something. But it uh, it that's a lot of work if that's what it was. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. I, I I still think this is obviously a growing thing, but I, I do think it makes sense to go the other way to like instead of YouTube being like, oh fuck, Vine's now got video or longer video, like they're going to be like, oh shit, this is this is kind of rad. Mm-hmm. This is something we'll let PewDiePie start doing. Um, and like these platforms, there's nothing like Vine's doing right now. Like there's nothing wrong um, with them building stuff that's just for the people they care about. Um, yeah, and that blog post and or, nor unusual. Yeah, that blog post you mentioned the monetization thing. They also did that part of that blog post that announced the longer Vine videos was a section about how they're really working on uh, monetization for creators. Yeah, um, and you know, Twitter is also you know trying to work on that too. Money is a big uh, issue for Twitter right now, so I think as we see progress being made on Twitter's side, that will also kind of trickle down to to our good old buds at Vine. Because well, right now Vine. Creators are mon- um, creators monetized by just doing vines that are advertising things, which to me is the by far the worst part of Vine. Mm-hmm. I, I there's nothing more uh, unappealing to me than log you know than opening up Vine to see like everybody's shitty commercials. Yeah, like just right, and especially the in Vine ones they suck. And but these are like these a lot of these people are super famous and like um, like I think. Brands see the in-Vine stuff as, like, really low-hanging fruit. Like, they could probably, like, reach out to some of these Viners who are just, like, 15-year-old kids who spend their time, like, lip-dubbing in fedoras and they got a million followers. Like, being like, hey, like, just do a Vine with a DiGiorno pizza and I'll give you, like, thousand bucks and a lifetime supply of DiGiorno. And, like, that kid's going to be like, what? sick and they do it and they get a million loops on that vine and that's like a major win for DiGiorno but I think like some of these vine stars when they go out into the world I just they, that, that phrase a major win for the DiGiorno <laughs> the title of this podcast uh, but like with, with these with these, <laughs> I've got some good insight too when these vine stars go out into the world um like, they get a lot of money. Like, Simon Cash did a Taco Bell commercial, a Super Bowl commercial for Taco Bell that was just, like, full of celebrities. Um, it was for the launch of their Quesarito or something, Quesalupa. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Quesalupa. Uh, and the, it's got, like, James Harden, and it's got, uh, um, what's the guy's name from Star Trek, the Oh My Guy? Uh, oh, uh, oh, you know what? My- George Sakai. George Sakai, yeah. George Sakai, and it's got the aliens guy from Reddit, and it's also got a couple of Vine kids, or maybe one Vine kid. Um, Not Nash Greer, but his little brother... Hayes Greer um, is in the commercial and they try, and he was like telling me he's like yeah we were thinking about getting Zach King but I think Zach King was too much money and like um, but they got this like Hayes Greer guy and like he it's it, from what I could gather from like just kind of overhearing conversations from the producers and stuff that like these Vine stars were and um, and from like the client there were like Taco Bell guys at this I met up with Saban because part of it they shot in New York and they were talking about um 
these influencers. That's what they call these guys now, these Vine stars and stuff. They call them influencers. And they seem to be just as important to this Taco Bell commercial as, as James Harden or, or George Takai or any of these like traditional celebrities. You know, this kid with a Vine account is just as sought after and, and from what I, I'm, I'm sure, uh, just as expensive. And so it's interesting, the like difference there. But um, Vine and monetization, yeah, I wonder what that's going to mean. I hope it's not more DiGiorno commercials because that's fucking – get that shit out of here. I just – yeah, they, they – those are really the most awkward things by far to be on that platform. Just these things where they're like – they're really sh- like terribly made commercials. They obviously don't put as much effort into yeah. the commercial things as they do the actual funny videos. Right. And, you know, there's sort of like a DIY, you know, like low-budget aesthetic to a lot of the Even the most famous Vine creators' Vines that... Even though, that's, even though that is fake, by the right. way. Like, that is like... <clears throat> I saw... Um, you know that guy, Zach King? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I saw like a... Somebody just like shot another. There's this guy Jack King, uh, um, or Jacking, uh, um, who basically just like recreates in a in a in a like a shitty fucked up way all the Zach King vines, and he's always just like, oh Chrysler, uh, it's like it's super funny. It's one of my favorite Vine accounts, and I'll link you to it. Um, but I went through his likes, and most of his likes are Zach King likes, uh, are Zach King vines. But one of them was like some dude who like happened to just be like walking in LA and stumbled across the production of a Zach King vine. And for anyone who doesn't listen, Zach King, he's like a guy who does a lot of like VFX and stop motion in his vines to make it seem like he's like this is how I, this is how I get in the car and a car drives by and he just like runs and jumps and then you know jump cut to the car whatever. Uh, there's behind the scenes of this Jack King or Zach King vine, and it was a crew of like twenty people, <laughs> and and like and like they had you know the whole location like you know it looked like a music video set basically like the level and they were shooting it on a red and all of this shit like it was it was uh, like a huge significant ordeal. Um, so despite the fact that like the the aesthetic is DIY looking. Um, a lot of these big creator vines are not produced at that in that way. That's that's a look that they're going for, right? And it is that the combination of that along with like you know pretty major brands paying people to you know make vines for them along with that sort of DIY fake aesthetic is kind of jarring. Like you're so yeah. used to things being so polished and just seeing somebody who looks like they're just kind of you know dicking around and saying like oh I love uh, DiGiorno pizza is just like oh wow somebody paid for some for me to see that. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> right. And- <laughs> a ton of money. A ton of money for someone to like set up a phone and have like three viners run around a DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> well, so so you know, while we're on the topic of product placement, I think we need to talk about a music video. Okay. Some some amazing mu- product placement in it this weekend or yeah. this week. Um, so you said this this came out today. We're recording this on Wednesday, June 29th. Um, and you tweeted out from the IMVDB account. I can't believe they did this in one take. And I didn't tweet that, but we, let's you know I knew it was you. So I was like, kind of like I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like I like one take videos. So we've talked about our, the OK Go videos many times on this podcast because there have been many of them, and they've all been pretty amazing. Um, this is for a video called Goodbye Oh Goodbye by a band called AJJ, directed by and Joe they used, Stacun. 
And Joe is Adam, if you remember, the guy who directed all those piss jeans videos. Yes, I absolutely do because I love the I love the band name Piss Jeans in those videos. Yeah. AJ, AJJ used to be known as Andrew Jackson Jihad, is the formerly known as. What a just great, um, what a great name is going on. He also directed the video for Recreational Love by the Bird and the Bee, which is a, a great video, and yeah, other great videos. Um, and. Um, this, so this video is something that I, like, until I kind of got the concept of this video, I didn't realize just how, like, how, you watch this video and you're like, how did somebody not make this yet? Like, how yeah. is this the first time that somebody has made this? Because it's such an obvious, not an obvious joke, but such, like, a, a genius one that when you see it, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that that this was just hanging out there and nobody took yeah, it. Yeah, well, and I think when Josh Forbes even, I think Josh Forbes uh, shared it, and I think that's exactly what he said, too. He's like, I, um, this is a video, this is one of those videos I hate because it was an idea that's been right in front of my face the whole time. I know, it, it is crazy just how much, once you once you watch it and you realize what they're doing, you're like, oh, holy shit. Because basically it's four guys, four like white guys in different colored shirts, they're in a warehouse, and there's, like, a disclaimer at the beginning. Um, all these little, like, dog whistle things that, but that kind of remind you of OK Go videos. Um, and one of them is, like, there's a title over, like, just, like, people, like, kind of production noise at the beginning. And the title says, this was shot in one take, and it's yeah. at a warehouse in Los Angeles. Um, and there's there's all these great details. Kind of, like, give, giving you an, in, like, oh, you're in for something big. Exactly. But just, <laughs> just remember, this all happened in one take. And there's, like, marks on the floor, um, just like an OK Go video. If you notice, there's just, like, they're standing all in a row. And then the, the song starts, and what proceeds is a hilariously terrible dance routine slash attempt at making an OK Go viral video. It's like a one, it is one take, and it's on a dolly, and it's like, but it's just, like, like, it, like, like the first, like, 20 seconds is just them doing this, like, very, very simple dance where they'll just, like, put their hands up or, like, fake run in slow motion or that kind of thing. And then the, ca- the camera dollies back a little bit. It's just, like, a guy in a chicken suit. <laughs> just a guy in a chicken suit waving. Uh, and then it, like, pushes back in. And the camera pans. And there's, like, a like a PA, like, filling up balloons. <laughs> I just, yeah, I have. it's been a very long time since I've just, like, completely lost it watching a music video. This is one of those times. And so just a few just little parts, Doug, I, that I, I wanted to share with you because I thought they were amazing. And I wanted to see if you... Um, notice as well. Um, The part where two people in in black, like PAs dressed all in black, go give three of the band members glasses of water, apropos of nothing, and they're all just like, just drinking glasses. Yeah, that's some kind of trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, The other one is that the, you know, at a certain point in the video, um, there is a banner unveiled that says music video. And the the absolute like terror and nervousness of the girls unwavering the banner is great. But there's, there's also somebody also just like sticks kind of in the background a bottle of something out. Um, yeah. and one of the jokes of the video is that afterwards, just like yeah. In the so what, video, yeah, I guess let's like let's the um, 
at the end of the video, there's like a big, it will not even the, in the middle of the video, right. but like at the end of the song, there's like a big celebration moment. Like you will often see in okay, go videos where they're like, Holy shit, we did it. And you can like hear Joe and it's, and it is Joe like playing the director in this video. And he's like, you can hear him in the background being like, I think that's the one. And like everyone runs and kind of rushes the middle in a celebratory fashion. And then this kind of like rolls into a documentary yeah, and with everybody talking about, you know, how the video was pulled off. Um, and actually one thing that I didn't notice until they mentioned it is that one of the parts of the video, they they dolly in on the um, the lead singer and they dolly Oh, you out. didn't notice the glasses? Uh, no, I know. The, the, the shirt switch. Yeah, yeah, right. But, in, but you can see it happening in his glasses. Like, you can see... <laughs> If you look close to his glasses, you can see, like, the reflection of the dudes taking their shirts off. It's just good. But you were talking about, so the when the music video part where they sign, there's, like, an, a hand that just, like, sticks out a bottle of something. Yeah. And it's revealed during this, like, documentary portion that Soylent is the sponsor of the video. And that's, like, meant to be just, like, the moment of product placement. It's just, like, sticking out the bottle right there. And it's so funny. Because then in, like, the second half, Soylent is, like... Like all of the, like the interview, like it's like the director, like, yeah, I can't believe we got it. And then like the lead singer of the band being like, I can't believe we got it. And then it's just some guy in front of a Soylent logo being like, yeah, I can't believe we got it. Like just, and there's even a part of the documentary thing where they're watching that shot with a terrible, you know, product. Soylent doesn't have a logo on it. It's just, it's just a, a white bottle with a black cap. And the, the guy from the Soylent, Soylent product placement team, I guess, is watching the shot and being like, yeah, that like, just like. It's explaining to another person why that's a great <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's, Joe, it's Joe being like, yeah, I really think at this moment, like, all your eyes are being brought <laughs> to the start. And the, what makes it so great is that Soylent is, and it is kind of, they're known for it now. There are a few people who work at Vimeo who, like, drink it. And so now it's, like, so obvious to me when, when it is. But, like, their branding is that they're just, like, a white bottle with a black lid. There's no logo. There's no words on the bottle. But that, like, they, I, I think that it's intentional that they're that that's a, an intentional branding choice to to have the bottle look like that um, but it just looks like somebody putting a random bottle out in the frame for the second half of the video like the, the first half of the video is really good but then with the like second part i think that really sells it and then the best part is like at the end after <laughs> it's just like after the documentary portion it's just like uh, uh like it ends with an interview and then like the interview ends and they're like i think that's the one and everyone rushes the middle again and celebrates it's just super super funny Super funny. And this is very much like Joe's videos are very much like that. We talked about the Piss Jeans videos. Um, there's one for Bathroom Laughter that I really love. I think we did a music video chats for it uh, or video chats for it um, where it's like the the concept is a um, like a show, like a QVC show that just like breaks down like the appliances and stuff start like injuring the host and then like the set kind of breaks down and falls down um and i and like i don't know uh joe has like a really great way of like poking poking fun at at these like things that we're kind of used to and i think i wouldn't say that this um isn't like i don't think there's i mean it's clearly like a okay go parody but i think it's in good fun like i think and on joe's twitter he even says um 
despite the positive feedback on the video, I'm seeing some harsh stuff about OK Go. I got nothing but love and respect for them, um, yeah. which is true. I never, I didn't never got a, a sense of like, oh, they're making fun of OK Go uh, for because oh, they, let's, you know, on all honesty, the OK Go videos are all amazing. I love them. Um, right. I and I, I really do not agree with people who who think it's like douchey or pretentious or anything like that i i really do genuinely think those are classic great videos i think that anybody who says that shit is just being a contrarian like they're just trying to be like because like anything that's universally loved is going to just have dissenters because they just like don't want to agree with the people who love it they're like oh my mom likes this fuck that shit yeah Uh, and so i think it's a little bit of that for me the the charm of the video is in just the you know, I think a lot of like really funny stuff comes from people who are who are so incredibly earnest about awful things, um, and the bands like like they are doing just the like very most basic like almost not even dancing moves <laughs> like where they're like running in they're not yeah, they're just like stepping in place kind of like band style uh the chorus of the video uh, the song goes you know goodbye goodbye and they're like waving their hand during the and they're, they're just so i like when they bring focused. when they bring the they bring the ladder out and like two of them just like two of them just like put their hands on one of the on the steps and put their arms up but like they're not even the same step so they're like oh <laughs> Their arms are in different places. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the switch shirt is really good. Yeah. And the guy who's explaining what a, what a dolly move is, um, <laughs> just like the the earnestness of that. And he's like, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a really cool thing. Most people think it's a zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they are intensely focused and intensely, uh, you know. They believe, you know, there was no like smugness about this. Like everybody, yeah. like, like the characters they played really believed in this video, and I think that's what makes it so charming and not really yeah. mean spirited. And actually, I think that you, if you look at the, I think it's the dude in the yellow shirt, the tall guy. He's like holding back laughter, legit <laughs> during some of these dance moves, which is kind of an I like. I almost feel like that could be a little okay go wink as well because. That that sometimes happens, like you know what I mean. Like they almost break sometimes, and and almost don't. Like they, sometimes they screw up, and so and they just leave some of that stuff in. And so, but yeah, he, you can see it. It's it's hidden pretty well because of his mustache. Um, but you know, if you've got a big mustache like that, sometimes when you're trying to do the not, not smile, but you got the corners going, that it shows even more. So look for that in your next watching. Um. I have not seen. I would. I, I was kind of hoping for OK Go to write something funny about this, like in a in a way that made it clear that there was no like ill will. I guess if nobody's yeah. if 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 people are kind of like thinking this is making fun of them. I haven't seen that, which is kind of disappointing. It um, might. It might not have just. It just might not have got to them yet. Um, yeah. Although it was. On, it was on the front page of Gawker, which is pretty. Oh, popular. was it? Okay. Yeah. It's just still. It's still just that you know twelve k or you know it's not really. It's. I think this video will. Um, will get start. We'll get more attention. Right. Um, it'll have a little bit of a tail on it, I think. But I do think, um, you know, it just might have not got, might not got to those guys yet. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to talk about the Clamus Casino video since that's the one I quoted at the beginning of the episode. That's the big. This is a big reveal. That's the one. That's the one, guys. <laughs> Whoever had Clams Casino featuring Vince Staples. Uh, in the office pool, 
um, you get you get a buck. Um, so yeah, I, I really uh, directed by Ryan Stake. Clams Casino um, is a producer, and Vince Staples is a rapper. And this video is um, Vince Staples is the star of the video, and basically it's. Uh, Ryan basically went out and just like basically shot the same music video five times, four times uh, in different times of the day in the morning, in kind of like midday, um, kind of like magic hour and then at night uh, and the song is called All Night uh, and then it, um, it cut, the video kind of just like wipes through a lot of these scenes at the same time, so you're kind of like seeing the different light kind of like go across the screen in in the scenes, and I just think that like the idea at the core is kind of simple. Um, the execution is probably tremendously difficult, <laughs> like crazy difficult. But I just like think they really, really nail the execution, and that this is just like a super, super cool, um, interesting video um, that's like really, really unique as well. So. Yeah, I, the whole time I was watching this, I was trying to figure out if they, if this was some sort of thing where you know you can shoot like day for night, um, yeah, and you can do processing on it to make it. I was trying to figure out if that was uh, what they did or if they actually did shoot this. No, day yeah, night. this is real. I've talked to Ryan about it. Actually, they they, they legit just like did it, wow. did it, shot throughout the day. And this is just natural. And then, I mean, obviously it was color corrected and stuff as well to accentuate stuff. But yeah, this is legit. They just shot the stuff at different times of the day. And the, um, it's not it, like the the edit is really interesting too because the edit points kind of come through these wipe effects um, and what they kind of decided to shoot and all that kind of stuff. And it's just really interesting because different things, you know, they'll shoot street lights and those street lights will be different at different times of the day and they'll shoot, um, like this, uh, what's that, like dot, the thing in the docks that they're just like, um, docks <laughs> like docks, sh- yeah. sh- shipping docks and stuff. And, you know, second season of the wire stuff. Right. Um, um, yeah. And I think that, yeah, you're right. There is really no like actual cut in this video because everything is just kind of panned over. Um, or, or the cuts come from just switching the shot in, you know, as the effect happens. Right. Uh, and the effects, like, they change during the video. I thought it was a really, like, visually... I do, I do really enjoy those videos that are that have, like, a visual concept, and they're like, you know what? This is the concept of the video, and we're, like, we're, you know... We're going to do as much as we can with exactly, this. Exactly, yeah. We're going to take this... We're going to, like, take this, and we're going to run with this as far as we can go with it, which yeah, is like, do as much... And, like, it's really cool, like... There'll be shot like uh, a few of it. You can kind of like see the moon moving and stuff across the different times of day and all that type of stuff. And the, um, there's like a lot of matching. So like a car will be driving across and you'll see the car kind of like move fluidly across the frame, despite the fact that you're actually seeing four different shots move across the screen. Uh, is it four or five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, the technical uh, background of this really makes my head hurt. So, uh, Ryan and everybody who made this happen, you guys are geniuses. Yeah, the popping no guys. I will, um, shot by Trevor uh, Weinman and colored um, by David Torchkova. Oh, man. Go to imbdb.com. <laughs> Um, read these people's names. Commissioned by Brian, yeah. But yeah, I just I really really love this video. I thought it was some. I thought it was really special, uh, and I've watched it a bunch of times. It's short. It's under three minutes, and Vince Staples is a favorite. I mean, 
I, I, I think he's a, I think Vince Sables is really good. And he's, I think he's fun to look at. Like, I think he's charismatic on screen. And yeah, like, this is an idea that, you know, maybe, um, like, this is like the, the perfect amount of time, I think, for this idea as well. That, like, it, it doesn't lose energy or run out of steam. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, that's, yeah, that's a great, that was a great pick, Doug. Oh, I do good picks. I do it. That's your job, um, kind of. It is, literally. Um, um, so, do we have time for two more or just one? Because we definitely got to talk about Kanye. I think let's do uh, what would be the other one if we. The Warren Foo. Thread of Joy by The Strokes. Let's talk about two because we, yeah, well, let's, let's cover Mr. Kanye West's video. Yeah. Um, because this was one of those big news making video things. Um, sometimes a video comes along that makes the news, Doug, as you might, uh, as you might know. Um, yeah. And this was one of them. This was Kanye West's video for Famous. Con- uh, Famous already technically does have a video. The Eric Wareheim and Aziz Ansari uh, directed and started in video for Famous. It um, started out as an unofficial video, but then was adopted as official. Right. Um, which is funny, because I'm sure they were already making this video when they adopted it as, as official, which makes that decision, in my eyes, doubly awesome. They have to have been making this video. Yeah. Um, so... As uh, you may have heard, the concept is is that basically this video is just filming a tableau, and that tableau is a bunch of people, famous people, in bed, kind of looking looking post maybe post orgy kind of thing. I don't know. It's from a it's a recreation of a painting, right? But it, you know, but I think the implication or like the I guess so. What's that painting called? Sleeping. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the name of it is, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a um, and you know sleep. The image at the end is definitely like painting, painting like. Yeah, Vin, um, Vincent Desendario. We should never try to say last names. <laughs> Artist Vincent, a 2008 painting called Sleep, um, which is basically a bunch of different people kind of like lying in a bed, like a big wide bed, enough for like a dozen people to be laying in. Uh, and they're all naked and it's like white sheets, white pillows, um, and they're all sleeping. And this is a this is essentially a, a recreation of that video with all extremely famous people, and the song is called "Famous," <clears throat> so that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it's it, it, it's um it's done with photorealistic sculptures of all of the people in the bed, and I I think. Um, I'm trying to think if it's in the video, if it's real Kanye or if it's sculpture Kanye. Kanye, yeah, Kanye looked the most realistic. Um, yeah. Just, uh, there's not too many, so just a quick list of names. Uh, George W. Bush, Donald Trump, Anna Wintour, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Taylor Swift, Kanye, Kim, Ray J., interesting choice, um, Amber Rose, Caitlyn Jenner, and then Bill Cosby. So really a... Well, Ray J's, an, I think Ray J's an obvious choice. Right, well, because, because he was in the, the sex tape with Kanye, oh, Kim yeah, Kardashian. Yeah, and then Kanye like, has written songs about him and stuff, and then he's also right next to Kim Kardashian. So Right, but I mean, he's like, he, I would say he's by far the least famous out of all these people. Well, that's true, that's true. Well, uh, Amber Rose isn't super famous either. That's true, yeah. Yeah, there's, both, there's I think a mix both of, of uh, people who they, they know and people who are super yeah, famous. Yeah, both of those, like, people, both Amber Rose and Ray J were kind of, like, put there for the same reason. They both kind of represent the same thing for, for Kim and Kanye and for their relationship, and they're both, you know. But, yeah, that, that sex tape, the Kim Kardashian sex tape with Ray J, um, is what really kind of, like, was 
a breakout moment for her and the Kardashians. Um, and so, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then also the um, kind of Rihanna is featured on the song and then therefore having like Chris Brown there, there next to her is also very um, uh, a, a clear, just like conscious choice mm-hmm. to include both of them there. And um, yeah, everybody else, I mean, Trump and George W. Bush and uh, Bill Cosby, Kanye famously has tweeted Bill Cosby innocent. <laughs> um, and so, but also like has mentioned, mentions Bill Cosby on this album, on the Life of Pablo album. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so I, uh, in terms of the video itself, this is where, because I think the concept is very interesting. I think this is a really, really interesting concept. I have a feeling that these, um, sculptures are Im- I- incredible incredibly realistic um my problem comes to the execution of the video because it is shot in vhs um and there are are other photos there have been photos and stuff that are released that are not vhs that are much higher resolution and much higher quality and i feel like if the video looked like that that i would like like the video itself a lot more um, right now, like, I'd love to see those sculptures. I'd love to look at them in person. I'd love to see the video in high quality. But, like, with the VHS element of the video, um, and it's kind of uninspired. It seems like just, like, somebody's dad grabbed a VHS <laughs> camera and fucking filmed this stuff. Um, I, uh, do you think they were going for sort of, like, a um, uh, criminal look to it? Um, what's, who's it? What's that song? Uh, uh, the Fiona, Fiona Apple. Apple. Yeah. Well, I think they're going for a a um, voyeuristic you're not supposed to be looking at this. Someone's creeping around filming these famous people while they're sleeping. Maybe like some, you know, Kanye famously has had run-ins with paparazzi and privacy invasion. And, and so I think that is an artistic choice um, that is that isn't like that element of it is inspired. I just feel like what they shoot is boring. Like it just in and not set up well, um, which is which is strange. Um, yeah, I, I don't get that. The the two yeah the two things that really bothered me about this video was number one like the, you know the wax figures might be incredible, but I think the way they <clears throat> the way they shot it with the video, which is you know, higher frame rate than would be on film and it sort of looks a little bit more real in the way like your family's uh, vacation videos would look more real. Um, it just makes the, the the figures look like fake. Um, right. There are a few ones that looked, you know, pretty realistic, but a lot of them just looked like just wax figures just sort of laying there. Yeah. And, the, you know, when you're up above and you have that, that big view of everybody, um, it is like sort of a very painting-like tableau, mm-hmm. but when you're down in people and like a lot of the video, the song is not on. It's just sort of like silent, and they're just filming these things. But the fat wax figures are completely still because they're wax figures; they're not real people. So you don't really get any of that intimacy that I think that they were going through, going for with that voyeuristic aspect. If, if you saw people like stirring, kind of, and like, and I think they alive, are. Like I think they're. I think that they do, and you just can't see it enough you just can't see it well enough because there's um caitlin jenner is in the in in the bed and there's a shot of her hands and it feels like there's some subtle movement there and i think there is 
they, there is some subtle movement that you just don't pick up well enough um, because of the VHS element of it. And so um, these sculptures exist. And so, and also Kanye, like, he, re- he released his album on Tidal, and then he put it everywhere else, and it was a different mix. Um, <laughs> and so, like, maybe this video will come out on Vivo or somewhere else on the internet, and it won't be this VHS version. Um, and it'll be something that looks more like the photograph that's been circulating. Because the photograph isn't VHS. You've seen the images, right? Right, yeah. And those are all, like, they look like the power video. Mm-hmm. And if this video looked like the power video um, or just had that kind of just quality level turned up, if it, I think it would be it would be a much more impactful video. I don't know if impactful is a real word, but yeah, the video I, would have a bigger impact. Yeah, before I watched this, that's kind of what I was expecting, like a power. I, I was even thinking maybe it's not even the whole song, like the way power is. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Yeah, and so the other controversy around this is the fact that, you know, Famous mentions Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift was apparently unhappy about that. And then now Kanye West has gone and, you know, put her in the video, you know, right next to him. And Well, the song her. is, I, th- I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Right. And then, they're, and then she's naked next to him in bed. And so I wonder if Kim's real, too. You know what? I read an article that seemed to insinuate that, you know, when I first watched this, I thought, well, everybody's obviously fake. But now the more you talk about it, I I feel like that might actually be realistic that some of these people are actually the real people. Obviously, there are some people that are not. Obviously, Taylor Swift is not. But Kanye and Kim, that's a good that's interesting. Yeah. And George W. Bush. Absolutely. Well, he's not. He would say for me, he's the most interesting inclusion because. Well, also, he and Kanye have history. Right. That's true. But like we haven't heard hide nor hair of George W. Bush. No. Close to a de- you know, no, eight, right. eight years. So but that was a, that was a significant. I think we were a little less conscious of how or at least I was. I don't want to speak for you. Uh, a little less conscious of like what. What Kanye saying that like made Kanye for a lot of people, right? Not me. Like I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, when Kanye said that shit, um, and I was also like in a in college, and so like anybody who is uh, just like going to be outspoken against the president while I'm at like a liberal arts college, <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's going to so be what you, I want, yeah. a Republican president, and so, um, but like. Uh, you know, he, he that was that was probably not a great moment. Like that was probably a significant moment for for Kanye, um, and probably still is. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's. Um, but yeah, no, that was like, it, despite the a lot of the a lot, despite the fact that a lot of the people in the bed don't necessarily like have a significant. They're all super famous people, but they're not like super famous now, like Donald Trump is. Mm-hmm. Um, they all do have ties to Kanye in one way or another. And I think that's why, you know, they're raging. But it's a really interesting mix of people. And but I think it is like at its the idea is super effective. Like it is, it yeah. is a it's a great idea. Um, and I just I'm struggling with some of the execution. Um, but I don't think like any Kanye release. 
that we've heard the end of it yet <laughs> and that there's <laughs> not there's not more to come right like Kanye West has wax sculptures of famous people now like you know <laughs> well like whether they're like animatronic in his next tour or he like auctions them off or he like does an episode of Ellen and it's just got a fucking fake a naked George W. Bush on his lap like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you've seen the last of any of this stuff. Like, Kanye is not going to do this type of thing and, and literally just hide it in title. Um, because, to be honest, like, the only... I had to watch a, a rip of this video. Um, I have to be honest, I did as well. Um, yeah. It's surprisingly difficult to to watch. Um, yeah. And he had a viewing of it, right? He had a viewing... Um, yeah, two in L.A. Right. And um, so... I thought there were going to be no more viewings in L.A., but... Oh man, that's pretty good, right? It's not I like bad. It. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, that's actually one. You know, we we could should talk about that another time at length. Uh, you know, two or three hours about the fact that Kanye is updating his music and what that could mean for music videos as well. Because yeah. I I like that. I'm excited about that. But yeah, but like it's not it's not crazy, right? Like there, no. he, there he's there, it was a different. He was actively changing tracks. As people had them, and I miss the old versions of like 30 hours. He readed the ad libs on 30 hours. I complain about this all the time, and it throws me off um, because it's not even like on the same beat. And you want like you want it to be like when he re-records the song. At least they're on the same beat still. But when you're re-recording ad libs, they're ad libs. So he's saying the same stuff, but just different at different times, and. It bothers me so much. I like. I would give anything to those to get those original ad libs, Kanye. If you're listening, I wonder. So yeah, that's. Uh, I was gonna go back to talk about uh, the um, Joe Stacoon video. And now, did you notice on on the actual like description? Now they're like we like they're explicitly saying like yeah we no we love. Uh, uh, we love OK Go. Like we, this means like we're not trying to make fun of them at all. This is done in love. I think there, there's like a little bit of a backlash against OK Go. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That's dumb. Oh, you know, you know what it is? Is because when Gawker picked it up, or um, the title it was, video perfectly skewers the assholery of OK Go. Oh. Yeah. Fucking Gawker. Yeah, and it was it was shared from Sploid, but it was on it, Gawker shared it. Gawker, you can't get anything right. Gawker, well, oh man, I, don't get me started on Gawker. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the Warren Fu video. Yeah, let's do it. It's another meta video. Um, Very meta. Where, where you see the director in the video, um, and now in the in Joe's video, he's like playing a caricature of himself, and we've seen lots of music videos. Um, that have like fake music videos within them. Famously, the Daniels video for Houdini um, by Foster the People, which is a favorite that has like fake Daniels in it, uh, played by Hero Mariah Doriaskowitz. Um, but the, what I love about this this particular video, the Strokes, the first new Strokes video in five years, damn, um, is that Warren Fu is in the video and he plays like the director of the video and he actually does like a really it's like a really fun performance from him as well um and it's like uh why don't you talk us adam through the concept of this video because uh it's pretty uh it's got some twists and turns it does and like i don't know if i'm 
prepared to talk about that because I <laughs> I watched this video several times and I honestly was a little. But I'll give you the general thing of it because I'm sure I'm missing okay. some details. Um, it's shot like I love when Warren Fu does this. Shot kind of like an 80s movie a little bit. Like you see a little bit of film grain. There's lots of like white light, um, and basically the the video starts out with you know uh, somebody stealing sort of behind the scenes of, of a music video and somebody steals like the big film roll on the top of the camera. Yeah. But it's, it's like done in a very like eighties movie type way where it's like two gloves that come and like take it off and then slip. And it's, and the away. fact that it's like this big film roll. Exactly. Yeah. And the old, like, uh, oh, I think they still like, use those, but not on music videos. Um, and anyway, so then there's a, a title that comes up and it's like, it says due to circumstances, we are not at liberty to discuss. We are unable to present the music video for oblivious. Instead, please enjoy a special presentation of the strokes in, and then it says threat of joy. And then, so what follows is a music video performance by the strokes, but interweaved with this story about, um, <laughs> basically like, uh, corporate fat cats in pig masks, mm-hmm. um, trying to suppress whatever the video was that was shot before. Um, yeah. And it follows this guy who's trying to get the film from the person who stole it, I think. Yeah. Did I get, did I get any of that right? I think that's right. I think that's right. And so, and it's the FBI uh, <laughs> is involved. Like, that's, like, at the beginning of the video, there's, like, a, there's like a guy, and he's, like, secure the director. And that's when, like, Warren gets backed up, and all these guys, or maybe it's his SWAT on them or something. Yeah, but it's, it's, definitely also, like, it's a full tactical SWAT team, yeah. So I do know that the Strokes are now um, on Colt Records, which is a record label that is um, owned by Julian Casablancas. Um, and, uh, I don't know what their, like, background was with big labels, but, like, I don't know, maybe this is some kind of, like, analogy to the, like, big label life or something. This can't, this can't, can't be genuine, though, in, in... In the way that they're presenting this, because they're well, it's just like a joke. But what I mean is, like, this—I mean, obviously, it's not genuine. But I'm just saying that, like, maybe that's the like, um, jo- that's that's the kind of like story behind. The, I don't know. I'm just like trying to figure out because obviously, like, the SWAT team never ripped Warren Fu off the set of a video, and so well, like, what I'm talking about is more the you know putting in the imagery of. You know, you know, fat guys in pig masks and suits. Oh, right. Like to represent, you know, the man. I mean, there's nothing right. more. Like, I think it is purposefully, purposefully cliche. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but th- th- so I'm. I love this video, but I'm. I'm very confused about a lot of it. Um, and I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think there's really anything to to get. But, um, I. You know, there are these little phrases. Um, in here, like that, are in these these lights, and one of them says, "I'm trying to find it in here." Um, do you remember what any of these say? Uh, uh, there's no one. It says, "There's no escape." Yeah. Um, right. This, this kind of like feels like if you yeah if you take the record label aspect into it, it kind of like feels like a dramatic dramatization kind of dream sequence of somebody like shelving a video. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Right. Because there is like. Because there is, like, video making going on in this whole video, right? right? Like, it's still happening. They're still doing video stuff, but there's, like, in the middle, there's just, like, dudes with guns, like, just, like, walking through their performance and stuff. Like, um, so, yeah, like, I definitely didn't grasp the whole idea, and I was just, like, trying to think of certain things. And I actually don't know if there's 
um, if they actually had label trouble. But like, why else does a musician start a record label? Um, um, so, and it's just like that just seems like the obvious, the one like the like if you're a fucking rock star, uh. The, the person that you're having the biggest conflict with is probably your label. And so uh, it's just like the easiest place to jump is like, oh, if there's ever fat cats represented in a rock video um, that they probably mean record label. It's also really interesting how out of all the dramatic stuff happening in this video, everybody really, really seems to purposefully underplay the drama. Yeah. Like, when people get hauled away by the SWAT team, they're kind of like, oh, no, not the SWAT team. Yeah. Um, it is very, like, you know, it, it really feels like Warren was like... Hey. I think he even says, like, who shut at the lights or something when they put the bag on his head. Right, exactly. Like, his, his delivery is so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, and, yeah, no, it is. But, the th- but, like, the execution of this video and... Even when you, like, don't get stuff, like, it is so tight that you're, like, somebody gets it, and so I'm on for the ride. Like, that's there for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. I'm, I trust that somebody will tell me or that I'm not going to care by the end of it because all of this, like, I'm just so entertained. And, and the, just, like, the level of craft and filmmaking is just so, so high. Um, yeah, like when the guy in the suit sits down in the chair and opens the film canister and there's nothing in there, like his there's no reaction. Like yeah. he just looks back up and he's like, "Oh, no, no film in here." Um, it's just yeah, it, it was it was odd enough, like odd in a way that was really intriguing, which was yeah. which is great. Um, yeah. Which is kind of a hallmark of Warren's videos. They have like a certain feel and a certain like rhythm to them that just I don't know feels like only he can do. They they really are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there we go. I think we. I think we. Did, we did it. This is a, we've done things, it. Things are getting exciting. Getting I'm excited. There's been some good music videos in 2016. Um, and yeah, it's been a, kind of a shitty year, but the music videos have been all right. You know, it's been a yeah. shit ass year. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. But thanks to thank God for Panda by Designer and everything else. Panda really kicking it off. Um. So if you want to go see these music videos, except for um, uh, Famous, which you can only see if you have a title account right now, which yeah. I do not have or refuse to pay for, um, then you can go to imvdb.com slash podcast. This is episode 196. Um, the title is a major win for DiGiorno. Uh, and-, <laughs> and if you want to see, if you want to see uh, a handful of uh, poorly put together vines by me and Adam, mm-hmm. go to the IMVDB Vine account. There's one where I think you call... I think there's there's one Vine where you call me Mark, which is a really good one. There's, yeah. there's, one, there's one Vine where we're just, like, sitting in random places in my parents... Uh, outside of my parents' house. There's some great Vines on our Vine account. Yeah, I think we need to pick that up again because I think the people really demand it. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to pick it up. We picked up the Instagram account. I think I posted one Instagram, and I was like, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. we're, we're doing it. We're getting it all this, in all the places. Oh, man. We're, we're running on all cylinders, um, and we will see you guys next week. Next week, all on all of those cylinders yet again. All the cylinders. Thanks. Thanks.